What are you wearing? Clothes. Maybe we should go change. Now? Should we ch I'll help you change if you help me change. Let's do it. Welcome to the Glazier Gamble Podcast, episode 19. Uh, my name is Michael Glazier, that is Joe Reibolt, or I am Captain Morgan. We are Negan. We are here to talk to you. This is our sports section, and uh, we got a lot of good news for you today. So buckle up, sit down, maybe grab a drink, and... Uh, well, they, first of all, they shouldn't be watching this in their car. Buckle up? Yeah. Well, I mean, I have straps in my bedroom, so they might... The different kinds, though. Right, yeah. You know, Maybe. To each their own. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do not kink shame, unless your kink shame is kink shaming. Yeah, so let's let's just jump right into this. Let's uh, let's dive on in, they might say. Oh, we just ate, though. We shouldn't be swimming. Probably, yeah. But, you know. I think it's a myth. First up is the NBA. Stop wailing your sword. <laughs> first up is the NBA. We actually have a few uh, topics. The first one that I wanted to bring up. So, the Brooklyn Nets... Are slightly disappointing right now. Before the season started, they implemented what was called the James Harden rule, and uh, it seems to be affecting James Harden a lot. And then it's also affecting Trey Young. But Tr James Harden is not getting like basically any free throws because they've changed the rules on uh, how the offensive player gets penalties. I was looking at his statistics, and people were saying, "Is he still a superstar?" caliber player he has very similar statistics right now as jordan clarkson had winning his sixth man and i thought that was really interesting because people were talking about how he might be falling off he might just be like a like all-star level player not a superstar level player and the nets need him to be a superstar in order to win uh, which i agree with especially without Kyrie, if he's not up to what he's right. always been if it's not um, Houston Rockets, Harden, gonna be a problem. Harden's averaging 17, 7, and 8, or 16, 7, and 8. Jordan Clarkson won six man at 17, 3, and 2. So James Harden is right now the equivalent of six man. Not great. Not great. So I just wanted to bring that up because I think that's a pretty alarming for the Nets. I think they're going through a bit of a kind of like an identity crisis. They don't, without Kyrie, they kind of don't know, um, you know, who's gonna step up. Yep. I know Blake Griffin is obviously not doing anything. Joe Harris. That's kind of been a super disappointment since he signed his contract. Um, they Especially let, in the playoffs. Yeah, they let Dinwiddie go. Yep. Boy, it would have been nice to have something, someone like Spencer Dinwiddie right now, wouldn't it? Or a Karis LeVert, Jared Allen. Yeah. Some, somebody along those yeah. lines would be nice. So, um, yeah, they're going through a bit of an identity crisis. And, you know, Harden's going to have his games where he goes for 50, you know. I've already seen people oh. saying Ben Simmons for James Harden. <laughs> I mean, they got to figure out what to do with Kyrie. It's just a waste of money on their roster right now. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I don't know where they're going to go because it's still early in the season. Obviously, like, Timberwolves are third in the West, you know? So, Which Timberwolves uh, are usually about third in the West at this time yeah. every year. So, um, Lakers are looking terrible. Yeah, well, I think they kind of expected that almost. Everyone's uh, like yeah. 35. Yeah, yeah. So. And their players, it's like a bunch of players. It's like a bunch of individuals, not a team. So right. I, just, I just don't expect a lot out of Lakers. Maybe they'll turn it around once yeah. LeBron's back, but... Yeah, I just thought I'd throw that out there because I thought it was very interesting that uh, people were like, well, do we have any comparison to what Harden is right now? Yeah, sixth man of the year. Jordan Clarkson, except not as athletic. Um, still probably a better shooter yeah. than Clarkson. Yeah. Um, but Better distributor. Not as good of a slasher nope. or, or driver. So. And now he's not getting the calls. Speaking of Lakers, instead of Russell Westbrook, they were going to be getting 
They were originally apparently targeting Buddy Heald, but decided not to when they realized they could get Russell Westbrook instead. So here's the thing with the way the Lakers roster is kind of well, was formatted before the Russell Westbrook trade. The best thing to surround LeBron with would have been shooters. Yeah. Yep. And they went and got Westbrook, who you know, not a know, not a he, great shooter. He's, he's shooting twelve percent um, from three right now, and before yesterday he was shooting nine percent. Yeah. So he's I mean he's made some clutch buckets in his day, but. He's not Buddy Heald type of shooter. He's, so he's just not a shooter. Almost would have liked to see them go for Buddy Heald instead I, of yeah. Westbrook. Just Buddy Heald's better shooters. than Westbrook. He's better than Malik Monk. He's better than Wayne Ellington. Yeah, they're better than Patty Mills. I think is oh, or he's Mills, on the Nets. Yeah, he's on the Nets. Um, but yeah, he's better than he's better than all those guys. So I would have gone after Buddy Heald yeah. if I were them. I mean, you just got to get. Shooters everywhere. That's where I should, what I would what I would have done. But uh, Buddy Hill's proving his shooting abilities. Yeah, because He's coming off the bench in Sacramento, which is ridiculous. Yeah. It's I get it. Like he doesn't provide much besides shooting. Yeah, and he's like he start he entered the NBA old like twenty three yeah. compared to a lot of guys entering at nineteen. But man, like, yeah, it's so would have like, been nice to have some shooters around LeBron. But uh, yeah, he right now he for the Sacramento Kings he passed Peja for yeah. all time three point makes Kings Kings history and yeah. he's. 26 yeah yeah <laughs> so. uh, man well if i like only. buddy a lot yeah no i like buddy healed too we were thinking the timberwolves might take him what you're chris dunn year is that chris dunn also would have been nice yeah <laughs> yeah i think if we were gonna take him we took chris dunn chris instead. dunn's chris dunn i believe is on uh um he was on like some summer league teams like he, he made a summer league team so, sounds about it sounds about how yeah. good he was. Yeah. Uh, well, and then our last NBA news is uh, Josh Okogie's value. You put down six points, five oh, rebounds, yeah. so two blocks, the first two steals, two games, five deflections, yeah, the first ten two contested games, shots. That was the stats of their first two games. Okay. So let me read that one more time. Six uh, points. Six points, five. Re- that was the first game. So the first game of the season, he started. Um, he had six points, five rebounds, two blocks, two steals, five deflections, and ten contested shots. All team highs for the deflections and the contested shots. The thing about a Kogi is you've got Jaden McDaniels, you've got Jared Vanderbilt, who um, Jaden McDaniels is probably more versatile and cover more positions. Vanderbilt is a better big defender. Yeah. He's got, he's got the size. So now, um, you know, from when I put this note on, the Wolves have had a couple more games. Guarding someone like a Gian- Giannis is very difficult. So Josh Kogi's value, I believe, has gone down because of what McDaniels can do and what Vanderbilt can do. They, they provide the same offensive threat, but they're just more versi- versatile on defense. So I guess my question at the time was, I thought Akogi was no, amazing throughout the first first two games, but it's just going to show that like he's his time's been limiting with the emergence of... Yeah, what he does best, we have. Yeah. But I think as a bench player, and if he's willing to accept a role as like an eighth, ninth man on the roster, He's a perfect fit still. Yeah, yeah I, I like his value. I think he's a good trade piece for a team that needs defense, like Brooklyn or the Lakers, something like right. that. But it's hard. It's hard for him. I've been th- seeing a lot of things around uh, Timberwolves Twitter in regards to possibly Jake Lehman or a Kogi uh, for Willie Colley Stein because we do need some. We need some size. If you saw me brighten up there, it's, I'm a huge Willie yeah. Colley Stein fan. Yeah, they need. We need some size on the interior, and like, you know, we don't have a lot of muscle that can really. We get killed by big guys, big, Which, big, Which, Willie stein's not really, like, a big muscle. He, like, he got bullied by Embiid. Right. But. The size. He, the size would help. And him and Cat 
played together mm-hmm. and were such a good duo. And it would move Cat to the four, which Cat yeah. has proven in these first few games he doesn't want to be a big. Like yeah. he has multiple times where he's been calling for the ball as a point guard. Yeah. He's just it, the way he plays doesn't fit as a big. Yeah. He's just he's a stretch he's the best, four. He's best, a, just a seven foot stretch four. Yeah, he's the biggest he's the best big man big man shooting center in NBA history. So, you know, play to your strengths, I yep. guess. No. But uh, yeah, I would I would love to see Willie Cauley Stein. If, especially if it was a Kogi for a Cauley Stein straight yeah. up, I think both teams are yeah, fine with like that. Layman in the second. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, one more thing on the Wolves is uh, we lost to the Pelicans. We beat the Pelicans, and then we lost to the Pelicans. And right after that, the next practice, um, it was Chris Finch said it was testy. Yeah. Um, yep. So, you know, think back to the, the Jimmy Butler era um but no i think it was a bunch of guys you know chirping at each other trying to like get better which we assumed would happen when pat bev joined the team because he's a vocal leader yeah and um basically anthony edwards was interviewed um at some point afterwards and he said um you know we we got we got all all of the he's referring to the big three that we have d'angelo uh ant and cat he was saying that um we can't beat five people with three people we need to pass the ball yeah. So, um, you know, so um, Ant is kind of taking that. Well, at the end of the like, game with the Pelicans, D'Lo and Cat wouldn't give the ball up. Yeah. Like, if for anybody watching, like D'Lo and Cat were calling for the ball and refusing to pass. Yeah. So, I get what he's saying. Yeah. Ant said he's not afraid to, you know, tell them like, hey, like, you need to play more. Like, well, I'm sure if it's Ant, he's like, guys, c- fucking come on. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, considering <laughs> he just lets it loose in interviews, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure. In yeah, practice. he is a gem. He yeah. is. Uh, he is. Protect him at all costs. Please, Protect yeah. his interviews I, at all I see costs. people saying that he's already their favorite Timberwolf of all time. Yeah, and, oh yeah, he's he's great. Well, yes, I did want Lamelo Ball during the draft. Uh, I think both players are looking great, and I'm so happy we have Ant. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, I, I like Ant a lot, but I'm glad to hear that he's taking a leadership role. He looks like a leader. He plays like a leader, and I think Pat Bev is going to help him develop into one. Which yeah. is honestly, I think they went and got Pat Bev for that exact reason. Yeah, he said uh, Pat Bev himself has said Ant or Ant is a is a sponge. Yeah, he's soaking up everything that Pat Bev can give him, and uh, one of those things is that vocal leadership quality. So. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, now we can move on. That was all of our basketball talk. I know regular season started and there's things going on, but uh, it's only been a few games. It's too hard to judge this early on. I mean, there's the Bulls are undefeated, I think, yep. and you know, there's there's some storylines, but really there's not too much to talk about. And we're Wolves fans, so this is the time of year where the Wolves shine before they eventually disappoint us. Uh, so, yeah, that's all we really got for basketball talk. We're gonna move on. There are some other sports topics, but we're going to jump into the NFL right away. The first one I want would like to talk about is the New York, New Jersey Jets. They traded for an elite quarterback who's been on the team before. It's about time, yeah. You know, he's never really not been elite. Mm-hmm. Um, so last year they had a backup quarterback uh, for some reason. I don't know why he was their backup. Um, Joe Flacco. Yep. Uh, and so they let him go in. They the let him go in free agency. Yep. Yep. They could have resigned him. Yep. Easily, like very much easily, could have resigned him. And then we started hearing that Eagles fans were asking for Joe Flacco to start over Jalen Hurts. Yep. So even though they just traded for Gardner Minshew, too. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah. So was... so the Jets ended up trading a sixth round pick to get Joe Flacco back. Yep. So that he could start games for the injured Zach Wilson. Yeah. I think he's going to be doing better than Zach Wilson was doing. 
I like I liked Zach Wilson in college. I thought he was drafted way too high. I thought coming I I had him in mocks going to the Jets, but like talent evaluation, I did not have him as a first round quarterback. I'm fine if he proves me wrong, but I like Joe Flacco better even like right now in his career. And I like Gardner Minshew better. I would have, like, if I were the Jets, I would've been like, you want to trade us Minshew instead? But, uh, yeah, I mean, Minshew can lead you to five wins, six wins. Maybe. But you got an elite QB now. So yeah. I'm expecting the Jets to go undefeated the rest of the season. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Real quick. We know, we know we jumped into the NFL. We're going to give you a quick NBA topic again. Uh, Gerald Green retired. He had the most underrated dunk, in dunk contest history where he blew out the cupcake, yeah. dunked it, and then the cupcake stayed on. Yeah, it stayed on. Candles blown out. Yeah, it was. It didn't even get a 50. It wasn't even a 50. It was, no, it was like a 40. And yeah. then uh, Dwight, Dwight Howard, Howard putting dunked. a sticker on the backboard got yeah. a 50. Yeah. And Dwight Howard throwing the ball in without touching the hoop right. got a 50, which it doesn't count as a dunk. We're not We're not salty about it, though. Uh, but yeah, thank, good job, Gerald Green. Congratulations on the career. And uh, sad to see you go, but... I understand. Uh, all right, jump back into the NFL. <laughs> We're going to pat ourselves on the back here. In the beginning of the preseason, we decided to do a prediction of how we thought the season was going to turn out. Uh, when we did the AFC North, we said the Steelers were going to take last in their division. Or we thought maybe the Steelers or Bengals, but we said we could see the Steelers taking last. Steelers are currently last in their mm -hmm. division and on track to definitely take last in their division. And uh, Mike Tomlin most likely will have his first losing record as a coach. Uh, the other team we picked to take last in their division, which I expected a lot of hate from this at the time, was the Seahawks. We picked them, them to take last in their division and we picked the Cardinals to take first in that division. Now it, it, is, uh, it is tough that, you know, Russell Wilson got hurt. However, I still think the everything else, every, like everything else besides like Russ and DK Metcalf and a little bit of Tyler Lockett in there, everything else on their offense is just horrible. Oh yeah, yep. and, and has been for a while. Yeah, and their defense, they just they're, they're never going to. They get can't to the, figure out tight end. They're just like the Vikings that don't pursue offensive line for some reason, and their defense has just never been the same since Legion of Boom. I know, yeah. I know, Seattle fans are probably so sick of hearing that exact phrase. Haven't been the same since Legion of Boom, but. Like they just they're D backs. Well, I mean, I mean, just your secondary leading the boom could carry any team. And they haven't really gone out. They had three picks in the draft yeah. this year because they broke the bank for Jamal Adams. Which Jamal Adams had nine sacks last season, has zero so far this season, and uh, he's, he's not a cover all the safety. drama though. Right, exactly. He's a linebacker playing safety, and he's not great in coverage. At least that's what he's shown. Um, but he's great at hit tackling mascots. I, I'm holding out the camp. Holding out, um, yeah. I I just don't. He's the highest paid safety in the league, and I think the safe the Seattle Seahawks are last in their division for a multitude of reasons. But one of those is for sure Russell Wilson. One is for sure Jamal Adams, and the rest is all on coaching and management. They shouldn't have gotten themselves to three picks. You're not going to be able to do anything with three picks. No, no. Unless you have to hit on all three. When the best. GMs in the history of the league in terms of success average a minimum of seven picks a draft. So the most you're, it just proves the most success you have in the draft is get, get as much picks as possible. That's Rick Spielman doesn't get 11 picks a draft because he thinks he's good at drafting. He gets 11 picks a draft because he knows two of those 11 are going to end up being starters for 10 years. Yeah. So it just, 
the more picks you have, the more chances you have to hit. Right. So, so three picks was just the really the nail in the coffin for the Seahawks, and part of the reason why we thought they would be the last in their division. And so far, yeah, just strength wondering. of the Rams, strength of the Cardinals. They're just good built teams. Pat ourselves on the back here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I cut myself. Oh. If anything, this thing probably could like pop a zit. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's that's. We just want to give ourselves a pat on the back. And I think we also said the Lions would take last. <laughs> I think most people would have. But I didn't want to pat ourselves for that. But um, yeah, yeah, Lions as well. Sticking with the topic of football, sticking with Jets, teams that need quarterbacks, teams that we talked about that might not do well. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are moving on from Tua. It's basically all said and done. They're going to move on from Tua. But the quarterback that they're going after is Deshaun Watson. Uh, even with all this stuff going on off field, yeah. uh, for those of you who do not know, feel free to look it up. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, about 22 different reasons you can find on there. At least 22 different reasons. Um, yeah, so they... Allegedly. Deshaun Watson has apparently waived his no-trade clause when it comes to potentially being traded to the Miami Dolphins. If everything off-field, even if that doesn't get, you know, settled at any point this season, he could still get traded. And uh, it sounds like the Dolphins are the team that are going to be getting going for him. They believe that they have a team that can be playoff slash Super Bowl bound with Even the quarterback. One and five. Even though they're one and five, they think the peer, the only reason is their quarterback who has a ninety percent or a ninety quarterback rating on average so far this season and eight touchdowns and nine interceptions. Uh, the thing, the thing that I read with Miami is that they they're willing to pull the trigger on the trade, except they want clarity from either the Texans organization or the NFL. Um, in regards to like what what's gonna happen, like right, can they Desha trade for him? Can and can he play for us? Like, is that will he face a suspension if he comes in right away? Yeah. If he is suspended, what is the reasoning? If he doesn't have any convictions, right. yeah. So there's a delay, but it sounds like it's basically said and done. They've agreed to terms. Was the report is that they've yeah. already agreed to terms, and the no trade the... clause has been waived. Yeah, they're just looking for the clarity uh, for like what what's exactly going to happen. But it looks like they're ready to pull the trigger before that deadline. So I wouldn't do it if I were them. Oh, I wouldn't give up the. I want to give up the bag for. I think the fran there's nothing better than a franchise quarterback, and I've heard I've, I know Nick Wright is not a very popular person, but he made a take this past off season when Russell Wilson was on the trade market. What is a franchise quarterback worth to you? And uh, he said, he would be willing to trade his first round pick for every year that that quarterback is on your team. And he said, if that quarterback is supposed to be as good as they are, your first round pick should be in the lit high twenties at best anyway. So what's it worth to you? I get that, um, Deshaun Watson's that type of player, but in considering the fact that if what's going on off the field, allegedly, um, if, if that goes through and he does get convicted of especially more than one count, uh, he won't be in the NFL probably ever again. He'll be in jail. You know, exactly, he'll be in jail, like jail time. So I wouldn't risk it, and I would have to put, if you do risk it, gotta put something in the in the wording of the deal that if he ends up facing jail time and playing less than 16 games that you get your picks back or something. Yeah, I, which I, Texans wouldn't agree to that. Texans would, yeah, so I wouldn't, so, I wouldn't go for it. If I'm, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of problems with Miami. Um, you've got, you know, Waddle is obviously like kind of came on in the last couple of weeks. Their receivers are good. Uh, Gesicki has, you know, done very well the last two games. He's, he borderline like 
top ten tight end. Xavier like Howard wants right. to be traded. Yeah. Um, they, for some reason, don't know that Miles Gaskin is the best running back on their roster. He gets like 10 touches a game, 15 touches a game. Um, and Devontae Parker's good, but he's kind of lost his role in their offense. Yeah. So there's one player. There's other problems with Miami that's not the quarterback. And Tua led the Dolphins, like, they were 10 and 6 last year. So, I mean, they, they, they are a good, they can be good um, if used, used correctly. If I were them, I would try to move Devontae for a early to mid pick in the draft plus a like fourth round corner or first four I'd, string corner or trade them just for like o-line right oh yeah or or o-line somebody well, if they had someone like a laramie tunsil that'd be great <laughs> i feel like that'd be really good on their team but yeah anyway dolphins have a lot more problems than quarterback i wouldn't risk it on deshaun but hey if that's what they, they want to do let Fitz, fitzpatrick go either they shouldn't have let fitz go they should start using gaskin they shouldn't have got rid of Kenyon drake yeah uh They've made a lot of mistakes, and it's more than just the quarterback, but uh, if you've been paying attention, a lot of Miami fans have lost faith in the team. I get it. I get it, but you got to support your team. Uh, We have a friend who his favorite team is the Dolphins, so we are Miami fans through him. Through him. Um, So we we feel for you in a sense, but it's more than just the quarterback. Tua is not great. I would say he's not as good as like he's he's like average or slightly above. Not 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 too much else to say that wouldn't just be rubbing salt in your wounds. And uh, last little bit because we have I want to talk about college football and then we're gonna go over just a couple key games for NFL this week. College football has a San Diego. I, so I I like specialists. I've mentioned this before. We had a whole segment on specialist kick return, uh, kickers, punters. How that's the most important is this thing about that punter. Yeah, yeah. Okay, San Diego that. State's yeah. punter has more. He has multiple seventy-plus yard punts and an eighty-yard punt. Yeah. Uh, my longest punt, fun fact, in high school was seventy-seven yards. Yeah. You get the bounce. You get the roll. It was no. It was seventy-seven yards in the air. Mm. I punting was my favorite thing to do. I was very fast. So they always had me at place like running back, linebacker, wide receiver, all the other positions. Kick return where you had to run sideways and hand it off. <laughs> Kick return, punt return. I did all those things, but my favorite thing to do was punting. And it's just they, there's something about kicking the ball and just watching it fly. It I could punt for I could punt for hours. I could kick field goals for hours and just live my life that way. I just love it. Um, so San Diego State punter. Pay attention because he's one of those punters slash kickers that we might see get picked in the fourth or fifth round for probably a team that desperately understands the value of kickers and punters and also realizes when you look around the league, there's not many good ones. So the value of a good one is huge. The longevity of of a kicker and he's currently in terms of rating is the number one ranked punter in the nation the next highest ranked punter is like 17 points below him in terms of rating so to give you a sense of how good he is that's about the equivalent of i think it was like 2018 or something justin tucker versus the field he's he's a generational punter just wanted to bring that up the last thing we're going to do is what we've been doing every week we're going to go over just a few key games including the vikings i should turn the volume off because the Packers and Cardinals will be starting soon, and it'll play. So, first, let's do what we always do. Minnesota Vikings. They play uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott might not play. Game time decision. Um, he's going to play. Jerry Jones said he's going to play. And doesn't matter if the team doctor says he can't. doesn't matter if Mike McCarthy says he can't. Um, what Jerry Jones says goes. 
in Dallas. So even if Dak Prescott shouldn't play, uh, Jerry Jones is going to make sure he does play. So I am 100% expecting Dak to play. I don't think there's any ifs, ands, buts, coconuts about it. You know, the the last time the Vikings played the Cowboys, it was a very good game. It, it always is a good game. Amari Cooper was catching everything. Um, Kyle Rudolph had a multiple touchdown game, including a bunch of one-handers in the end zone. Rudolph might have had three touchdowns that game. I don't remember. I'm just I'm stuck thinking about Amari Cooper getting Every, to go caught up, everything, and he gets to go up against no Patrick Peterson and a team that has. Hey, I, I saw something the other day. The after three weeks, Bashad Breland was one sixteen out of one nineteen. Yeah, something, something like, that. like that, right? Like one oh nine out of one twelve. Something like and that. And then the next three weeks, he was like fourth out of one hundred and three. He's he's better than Mike Hughes. So he's better than Mike yeah. Hughes. Um, but he's still like I don't I don't want hot and cold. Give me yeah. give me give me top fifty. Yeah. Every week, you don't need to be number four, but you can't be number hundred. So I'm. I was happy when we got Breland. I was very excited. And then those first few weeks, I was not happy at yeah, all. It was rough. Um, but it sounds like Breland is going to be the one taking on Cooper. Cooper. Cam Dantzler is going to be doing CD Lamb. CD Lamb. And Mackenzie Alexander is going to be taking slot. We'll see what happens. Who's we'll your other? Who's your other receiver? That number three guy. It's not Gallup. It's uh, Gallup's hurt. I think. Yeah, it's Gallup. some other dude that's been doing really well. But uh, yeah, so I'm most scared about Amari Cooper going up against. Uh, yeah, that's that's Rashad the matchup. Breland. That's the matchup. I think you got Harrison watch. Smith to help, but Woods is playing the good. Key player I think people should pay attention to is Holton Hand. Holton, not Holton Hill. It was Harrison Hand yeah. was activated. Yeah. So I'm a big Harrison Hand fan. I, he was a huge project coming out of college. If they can get him to develop and play, I've heard that he might play some safety this game. Um, Xavier Woods, Harrison Smith, plus Harrison Hand, if they do like a three yeah, safety I mean, set. Behind those two, there's not really a next up, you know? So. Exactly. So Harrison Hand's a ball hawk, too. He's got a little bit of that, where, where the ball is, he's there. So. It's a primetime game. Of course it is. America's team. And Kirk. They always have to put Kirk yeah. primetime against the Cowboys. Um, so this will be a good Kirk's been MVP level so far this season. Yeah, Hall really of Famer well. Kirk Cousins is ready to, if you don't get that reference, you don't watch this show enough. Um, Hall of Famer Kirk Cousins is ready to show for this game why he should be in that MVP conversation. And uh, I want the cow the Cowboys to lose. I would love if Vikings could take it here. Um, I do think Tony Pollard's going to have a good game. I think Zeke, okay. Zeke is going... Michael Pierce doesn't sound like he's going to play. Yeah. But it sounds like Barr is going to play. Ben Elson. Ben Elson. Ben Elson. Put, put on IR, though. Um, but yeah, so sounds like Barr is supposed to play. Kendrick's supposed to play. Yeah. Cook's supposed to play. We have if a, with a fully intact defense minus Michael Pierce, we should be able to stop Zeke. It's the passing game, and when you think about passing game, I think Tony Pollard's going to be tossed in there. Yeah. Uh, we tend to struggle with mobile quarterbacks, so I would expect like I don't how much are they going to want Dak to move around? Right. Too. Um, another another thing, uh, Trayvon Diggs. Don't gotta talk about him. He's going to get at least one um, pick. So, yeah. I mean, he's a very feast or famine uh, corner. I've seen some stats about how um, the most yards given up in coverage in a season is like one like 1,060 or something. And Diggs is on pace for like 1,172. So before so, this season started, I said Trayvon Diggs is one of those guys that he either picks it off or gives up a touchdown. Yep. So that falls right in line. Yeah. I, I thought, so when I heard about how well he was doing, I was like, maybe my analysis of him was wrong. Like I thought yeah. it was, And then you see the it. yards he's given up and it's like, okay, he's, he's, he's going for the ball. And if he doesn't get the ball, he misses. And 
the receiver caught it. Justin so. Jefferson's not somebody you want to do that to. Yeah. And Thielen after the catch is super good. So yeah. even K- I mean, even KJ Osborne. Dallas has been involved stuff. in shootouts, and yeah. uh, Vikings have one of the like top pro do- producing offenses in the league. Yeah. Can we get a 45-42 win? I, I for would the love it. I would love it. The game-winning Dallas field goal by Greg Joseph. Game-winning field goal by Greg Zerline. Sixty-seven <laughs> yards. <laughs> Greg well, he can't leg. hit a 47. He but doesn't he, have a leg. Yeah. No. He got a 50, 53. Yeah, whatever. but he can't hit a 47. Or anything like 37 to four, like 27 to 47 is like his gray area. Yeah. Anywhere closer or further, feel pretty confident. Yeah. But yeah, I, I expect a good game, honestly, out of Tony Pollard. I think they're going to do well against Zeke. Um, and I think CD Lamb, Justin Jefferson each probably get a TD. You have a bold prediction, just a random Random thing. So I got one. Go for um, it. Tyler Conklin touchdown. Tyler Conklin touchdown. Okay. That's my, that's my random. That's pretty. That, that is bold against Micah Parsons and, you know. It's just my thing. I don't know. Feeling it. My, uh, my bold. Give me a predi- Cowboys. A Cowboys bold prediction. Yeah. Amari Cooper over 100 yards but no touchdown and CeeDee Lamb gets uh, two touchdowns. Okay. All right. That'd be my prediction. So Amari Cooper, 10-11 catches for like 109 and then CeeDee Lamb like. Seven I mean, he, catches for eight yards, one of two the, touchdowns. The last game, the the Vikings versus Cowboys game last year or the year before, whenever last year, they've played every year pretty much. Yeah, one of the greatest performances I've ever seen by a wide receiver was CD Lamb. No, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper last year or that the year we played. He's them a great him. route runner and unbelievable. Yeah. Just toes can, like toes down, just direct like unbelievable. I feel like Raiders could use a weapon like him. I know it'd be really nice if they had something. <laughs> I can name one like. Raiders wide receiver. Rugs. Rugs. Yeah. Renfro. Yeah, Renfro. Waller. Waller. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's what I think. Uh, final thing on that, because we don't want to be over under. Vikings are two and a half point favorites at Vikings. Over under is 53 and it a half. It was three and a half. Uh, again, not nothing in this is betting advice, but. Voice. Advo- nothing in this is betting advice, but uh, I'm going to go with the over on that one, and I'm taking Vikings. I, I just. I, I, Good. <laughs> um, I could do an accent, you know. I'll take Vikings by six. And you know, us pirates got to take the Vikings. So, uh, Aren't you a Buccaneers fan? <laughs> Raiders? No. Buccaneers, yeah. Why would you want to be a Raiders fan? <laughs> uh. Uh, so let's let's go through a couple games here. Okay, we'll, just, we'll do what we did last week. Falcons, Panthers. Falcons. I don't know what you think. Nah, Falcons, yeah. Uh, Bills, Dolphins. Bills, they're 14-point favorites. Mm-hmm. I don't, we don't need to talk about that. Nice. Bears, Niners. Both the quarterbacks are out, maybe. I'm still Niners. taking... No, I'm, Jimmy's back, I I'm think. still taking Niners. Yeah. Uh, Browns, Steelers. Browns. Browns with Keenum. It still beats the Steelers. Lions, Eagles. 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 I don't know. You know what? Lions. Lions. Lions, Lions Eagles. Lions. Uh, I think the Eagles... Jalen Hurts has just been the most disappointing player I've seen this... Uh, he had the highest expectations... And biggest drop off for me yeah, versus expectations. Sure. So you know there it is. Dan Campbell gets his first win in Detroit. First Lions, Lions, Colts, Titans. Titans are too hot right now. Uh, Colts are one and a half point favorites. I'm taking the Titans. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, Derrick Henry's gonna have seven thousand yards by the end of this season. Probably passing. He had more <laughs> passing touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes last week. Yes, he did. Uh, Jets, Bengals, Bengals, Jets versus, then you pick whatever I said there, Jets, it's the other team. This one's more of a landslide, probably. 14 and a half point, I think this is the biggest spread of the week. Rams, Texans. 
Rams. Rams. Patriots, Chargers. Chargers have Chargers. done a fall off, but everybody is fall jumping off the Chargers bandwagon. Patriots did drop a 50-piece last and week. And Mac Jones has been killing it. However, uh, and last time they played, uh, last time Herbert played the Patriots, he got shut out. I'm still taking the Chargers. Yeah, yeah I'm fine with that. Seahawks, Jags. They got the first it's win last week. It's honestly going to be close, but Seahawks. I'll take Jags in this one. Really? Yeah. In Seattle? Geno Smith? You, Jags. Trevor we went with the Lions? Jags. <laughs> uh, football team, Broncos. Broncos. Saints, Bucks. 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 Chiefs, Giants. Giants. <laughs> Even they can beat the Giants. They play the Titans. Titans are hot right now. I'm taking the Chiefs. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll take the Chiefs this one. Yeah. So big, big, big upsets of the week will be Lions, Jags, Giants. <laughs> the Jizz. All the Jizz are gonna. <laughs> All the Jizz is gonna get upset this week. So, um, yeah, I am. Honestly, I could see the Chiefs losing to the Giants, but I'm genuinely not picking the Giants. I'm just messing. Chiefs fan, that's all. That's you're just the one that's left. It's and Jackson Mahomes <laughs> <laughs> dancing on Sean Taylor's number. Um, it, they they told us to stand there. It's like blocked off. Yep, yep. And he was all the, everybody else that was standing there was taking selfies, but they weren't dancing. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's it for football. Uh, so yeah, that was it for the NFL discussion we can throw in one little thing jj watts out for the year um, uh, what? Yeah. i don't know if he's played 16 games in his career i don't know either maybe that one season where he had like a receiving season. touchdown whatever yeah, oh, yeah like three of them. I, I don't think he wasn't really making a huge wave he was more of a leader on the team which they already have guys that can take that role like larry fitz uh, um oh. <laughs> uh but yeah so jj watts out Hopefully he gets help, but yeah, he's out for the rest of the year. Other than that, NHL, the Chicago Black Hawks uh, have their scandal going on. We don't really know enough about that. We've mentioned before, we're not huge hockey fans, so... Uh, we're mentioning it. Um, I've read some pretty disturbing things. Yeah, read some pretty disgusting. Graphic. Um, just... Gross. It's enough. It's enough where the the organization as a whole might see repercussions. People are probably going to be losing their jobs. Uh, some guy already stepped down. Some the, guys the stepped guy down. Step They're probably going to. They might lose money, draft picks. Free agents probably aren't going to go there. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Uh, we don't. It's also, just another one of those things. Um, you know, it's the same kind of basis as like the Redskins. Right, like it's a pretty the controversial, team. pretty controversial. Uh, right, but I mean, like you know, yeah, Redskins controversial like imagery. Yeah. Yep. Um. So well, another another reason for them. But um, yeah. If we have anything, if we you know if we found out any more on this topic, we'll make sure to mention something. But it's not something we stand for, and just yeah. Not, the less you talk about it, the less it. It doesn't deserve any airtime, and we don't know enough about it to give you accurate or good information. I like to be humorous and funny, and it's one of those things that you can't even joke about, so I don't even want to joke about it. So that's it. Moving on to the Major League Baseball. Astros uh, and the Braves. Braves. Yeah, the Braves, uh, congratulations to their leadoff hitter in the first inning of game one. Um, he's the first person to hit a home run and the first at bat in the nice series and i'm sure um, there was a, a resounding joy from most baseball fans yeah so um they 
I saw a, uh, or heard a sports um, sports analyst say that if um, Houston has a lot of firepower on offense, so if the game gets up to those like six, seven, eight runs, most likely Houston's going to win. But if the Braves can keep the numbers down, um, they have a good chance to win. So they I think won overall their, Braves are a better team. Yeah, they they either won three zero or three two the first game, so the Braves kept that lower number, and then Houston put up seven in the second one, and Houston won. So yeah, that's where it's at now, one one I believe. So well, I think overall. I like I like I hope Atlanta the Braves better. Win, yeah. I hope the Braves win. Yeah, it's still one one. Next game is tomorrow. There you go. And that's it for that's sports, sports news. Yeah. Thank you for watching, everybody. We really appreciate all of you. We gained another subscriber. I don't want to give you a specific shout out just in case you don't want it, but you know who you are. Thank you very much. And um, let's keep it going. If you are enjoying this video, if you watched it and are liking it, make sure to hit that subscribe button. If you think it deserves a like give it one if you don't think it deserves one go ahead and move on um but it does really help us out and it'll really help us grow the channel if you do that so please feel free to do so happy halloween if you're gonna celebrate it uh, i'll be giving out candy so if you know where i live which will be very creepy i'll be giving out candy i know where you live yeah i know where you sleep yeah you do right, right next to me yeah right next to you floor. so thank you appreciate all of you have a fun safe weekend GG. GG. Spooky season! Spooky season! Woo!